Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This morning I informed John Daniels that I decided his contract would not be renewed and at the end of the season. And once I'd made that decision, it seemed logical to me that we needed a transition uh, during 23. I felt it less to relieve him of it was best to relieve him of his duties uh, effective immediately, and this was a very difficult decision for me. Following the meeting, I met with uh, Chris Young and informed him that he would be taking over all the baseball operations effective immediately. John's accomplished a great deal for the 17 years he's been general manager. He put together two of our best ever baseball teams, including two World Series appearances, and I personally don't feel like he got enough credit for doing that. The bottom line is we're not good, and we haven't been good for six years. And the bottom line is to be competitive going forward, I felt that we needed to make a change. And this change, I think Chris will come in with a new vigor and new enthusiasm and be able to build an organization that we can be consistent for many years. For our fans, we must move with a sense of urgency. One of the questions I think if I were you, I'd be asking why now? There's a reason for that. To some degree, it's the same reason that we gave for, for Chris Woodward. And, but even more so in the general manager slot. As we prepare for the offseason, for re-signing coaches and players and free agents and arbitration, all the things that a GM has to do during the offseason, I felt Chris needed a, a running start on the season, and that's why we did it now. I'm grateful to John for the value he's brought to the Texas Ranger organization, for his honesty, his integrity, and dignity he's brought to the job. He always thought first that Texas Rangers was great in the community, and we really we wish him well and his family well going forward. That's it, John. How will the structure of the front office be affected going forward? Is that a position that Chris will assume 
both he and JD's roles and how will that affect the rest of the guys in the front office at this at point this, in time? At this time, there'll be no change in the organization. Chris will assume a responsibility similar to what John had for many years, and he'll just he'll be in charge of all baseball ops. So is is it two years ago when you or eighteen months ago when you made this partnership? This was a two-man operation. Baseball operations was considered a two-man operation because of the amount of work involved. Is it your belief then, is kind of to Emily's question, that? Chris Young will be the sole voice of baseball operations throughout the upcoming winter? That's a long question, but the quick answer is yes. Jeff? Uh, so you, you, you guys have lost for six or eight years. The last two, two and a half, have kind of been by design because of a rebuild, that, that you accepted John Daniels' plan. Why, why not let him see the plan through? We accepted the plan on a rebuild, yes. But as, as we look forward, it, uh, even though John proved that he could build a winning organization, uh, I felt like that Chris was the right guy uh, to lead us forward, and that's why I made the decision now. When you were here Monday watching the other news conference, did you know you were going to do this? And if not, what happened in less than 48 hours to make it happen? No, I knew I was going to do it. Why not do it all that one day and do it? Uh, this is just something I've been contemplating for several months, and I felt it was necessary to get the John and the baseball department through the trade deadline, through the draft, all the things that were happening at the time. Uh, I guess it was Monday of this week, John and Chris came in and wanted to uh, relieve Woody of his responsibilities. I didn't want to connect the two, and I didn't want it to be done at the same time. And Chris had signed on to relieving Woody, so I separated the two and did Woody then and John now. Just from a timeline standpoint, you said that you had told John that you had not planned to renew his contract, and then by the end of the conversation that it was time to do it now. Was there something that happened in the conversation that changed that from an end-of-year uh, timeline to a right-now timeline? No, it was never end of year uh, for the reason that I've already stated that I wanted to give Chris running room to get ready for the off-season. So, and John was informed this morning and Chris was informed right after John. Okay, and was there, before this, was there a plan, you know, when, when JD and CY talked, it, it seemed to me that maybe that was an exit ramp for John at some point in the future. Was there ever any agreement pre-existing that John was going to step down at some point? No. Right. Two more, John Radigan. Um, along those lines a little bit, Mr. Davis, when you brought in CY in 2020 was this you know him taking over baseball operations ever thought of as you know sort of this is how it will progress or or was it you know not necessarily putting those dots together that was not the plan at the time uh back to Evan go ahead Evan 
how does this impact the remainder of the rebuild process and what you guys may do in terms of finishing off this roster and roster construction because I believe that the rebuild plan was formulated by both Chris and JD, correct? Yeah, it, it, you got to remember the baseball department was never one or two guys. And the rebuild plan involves the entire baseball department and helping to construct a roster, trades, all of those kind of things. So I don't see this as any different than it would have been if JD had stayed. And just to clarify, you said you knew you were going to do this Monday. And J.D. said his accountability would be addressed at a later time. Did he know this was coming, or was he surprised this morning? It was a surprise. Obviously, when you change managers mid-season, you know, people address the team. When you change GMs or, or have a situation like this, is it something that will be addressed by you or by CY with the team, or do you just let bees handle that? Yeah, CY and I talked about that this morning and whether I should talk to the players and the coaches. And it was his recommendation, let's not disrupt their routine to get ready for tonight's game and see why I'll be addressing them. He's going to go on the road this week to Minnesota, so he'll address it then. What, uh, Ray, what are your <clears throat> plans for this offseason in terms of player acquisition? Because obviously, like the minor league starters haven't, haven't, haven't developed enough, so it seems like you need pitching. Uh, there might be some other positions that need to be addressed. Are you, are you in a position to have this, the same kind of offseason you had last offseason? Jeff, if I were a baseball expert, I could answer that question better. That's why I rely on CY in the baseball department. We obviously know what our needs are going into 23. Uh, you know, we need a couple of uh, front-end starters, and we need a middle lineup bat. Uh, beyond that, whatever they bring to me, if it's if we can afford it, um, I don't plan on spending as much money as we did last off season, but we plan on spending some money. You address this to a certain extent, but but how much does the timing of these moves have to do with sending a message to your fan base? You know, I, the, the fans have got to be as upset as I am. Uh, I'm not a good loser, and all I can say to the fans is we're treating us with a sense of urgency. That's why we made a couple of moves this week, and we plan on putting a very competitive team on the field next year. How much do you feel that this move helps you with the credibility of your fan base? You see the empty seats here, and that some fans, have, obviously, they were upset by the move and, the, and thought that John Daniel should be replaced. So what do you think about this in terms of getting credibility with your fan base in this move? We'll gain credibility on the, uh, with the fans with wins on the field. And that's what I hope these moves will do. Take two or three more. Let's go to Levi, then Mike, and then Evan. I'll be in. When we talked to J.D. and, and Chris at the end of last season, they were – careful to kind of temper expectations. They were like, this is a great step forward, but don't expect this to be a worst-to-first situation. This is a multi-year process. And kind of in 2023 is when we really think that right. we'll contend. I guess, what were your expectations for the team this season, and, and were those expectations not met? As J.D. and C.Y. said in their press conference Monday, uh, this wasn't all about wins and losses and what we expected. 
it was about structure, it was about other things that affected that. So that, that situation hasn't changed. Ray, as you've gone through this process, obviously making these two changes constitute doing things differently on some level, but are there things that you evaluate about yourself, about your role within all of this that you feel need addressing as you guys press forward? Yeah, I, we talked about this this morning. I, everybody in any job, including y'all, get judged by your performance on how well you do. That's also true of everybody that works for the Texas Rangers, including me. I get judged by how many fans come through the turnstile based on uh, the how well we treat our fans coming in and our performance on the field. So that's the way I judge it. One, Evan. You, I, I want to make sure on this timeline first and, and then the question, but you, you made the decision and then informed John and then informed Chris. Right. You did not speak to Chris before you made the decision. No, Chris was shocked. He didn't have an idea. So Chris came here from a high-profile position with Major League Baseball, specifically to work for you and with John. His, I, I don't think we're going to get a chance to talk to Chris today, but his reaction to basically his partner – being out of the picture now? Yeah, I, I think you're going to have to get that reaction from Chris. I, I don't think I can speak for him. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 